Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Sagittarius, here is your horoscope. You have always been a terrifying monster. Never forget the power of your own grotesque body. Welcome back to Dead Waves. Welcome back, listeners, to Dead Waves, the only radio show on the air to help you with those strange problems you can't ask anyone else about. If this is your first time listening, my name is Lilith, and I'm the hostess of this show. And with me, as always, are my two co-hosts, Gren the Demon. That's me, baby. What's going on? It's been really busy at the morgue. You know, people coming in and out. They want to look at caskets. Oh. Yeah, it's... It's just been really busy. Oh, okay. I thought you meant they're just dying and then like getting up and walking away because that's that's pretty not that's pretty fucked up. That's probably not. Well, good. I mean, I do have my my necromantic skills now that do kind of. Oh, help. that's right. It's probably good. They don't have to. You know, you can help them get buried because they can just walk up to a grave and just dive right in. Very oh. easy. Yeah, there's a, actually quite a few, you know, good uses for reanimated uh, people. In fact, Graham, this would be a really great time to talk to you about the Ethical Reanimation Legalization League. Have you heard about Earl? Uh, no, but speaking of people that are dead, uh, here comes Jack. You should probably stop talking about it now. Oh. Um, whoa, whoa, hey, hey, hey. I, I didn't hear anybody talking about Earl in here, did I? Mm, nope. Not in here. Okay, it's just, you know, I... It's just not something that I like necessarily talking about, and I... Especially on the air. I don't know if just now's the right time. If now is not the right time, then when? I I think that right now is the perfect time to uh, consider allowing certain people to reanimate themselves of their own free will. Uh, it's just... I don't want to get into it on the air. Oh, man. Mm. There's a lot of legalities. A lot of legal moral. 
moral quandaries, bringing back dead people. We'll see. It's pretty messed up. It can be if you don't get consent first, obviously. And that's why we consider this to be a, a pro-choice matter. You should be able to do it if if you choose to. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. I guess I got to get Earl's stamped on my chest before I die forever. So that you'll bring me back so I can never die and I can watch anime forever. Well, aren't you Cupid now? Don't you have some powers of immortality or something inherited? Yeah, but just in case, you gotta stamp it on the chest and make sure they bring it back. So I can watch all the episodes of One Piece, finally. That in itself is gonna take an eternity, Graham. Exactly. Exactly. There's like 9,000 episodes now, so... I don't know. I don't want to get into this hibbly hobbly reanimating people back to life kind of bullshit tonight. Yeah, Lilith, I really don't want to get into this hibbly hobbly bringing people back to life kind of bullshit. All right, fine. If we don't want to get into this hibbly hobbly sort of bullshit, we don't have to. Uh, We can open up the line for callers. We could open up the line to callers. All right. So for anyone out there who needs advice or guidance in their life, you can give us a call here. Our phone number is 392-6660. And Grum, what is the email? Oh, it's deadwavesradio at gmail.com. Send me a weird email. And wait for it. Wait for it. (gasps) And the phone is ringing. All right, let's do this. Hello, caller. You are on the air with Deadwaves. Is this Deadwaves? Yes. Holy hell, I can't believe I finally got through the last day or so my head has all been so fuzzy i i heard whispering through the wind what sounded like could only be described as the world's most beautiful kickflip oh kickflip and on on the landing of said flip when i heard these beautiful rubber wheels making contact with a nice soft concrete of a skate park i heard the whisper Dead waves radio. <gasps> and I, I knew that only y'all could help me with my terrible, terrible, horrible, scary, terrifying, awful quandary that I have found myself in. That's a lot of adjectives. Mm-hmm. It was mostly different variations of terrible, but I, I'm so flustered I can't think of better ones off the top of my head right now. That's okay. We're here to help you. We're here to heal your soul and hopefully... Get you back and out, out into the world fresh. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so here it is. I myself, my name, my name is Dan Shitterly, and I am a problem, fellas and, and everybody else at Deadways Radio. I have a problem. Well, Mr. Shitterly, uh, we are certainly here to help you with that problem. I, I believe I have a, a goblin. <gasps> terrorizing me and haunting me and playing pranks on me. Oh. Oh, no. That's the only explanation for what's going on. See, my my very biggest passion in the world is skateboarding. I love it. I've been hanging out at the local skate park. I suck. I hit the ground head first mostly, teeth first most of the other time that it's not head first. Mm. I'm I've not yet landed a successful Ollie, and these kids are merciless. They're making fun of me. They're making fun of a 34-year-old man at the skate park. They're saying, what are you doing here? 
you're bad at this. And the only explanation, the only possible way that I myself am not a terrific skateboarder, me, Dirk Shitterly, is if I'm being if I'm being pranked by some little shit goblin. That's the only thing I can think of. Well, well, first of all, uh, and I, I hate to jump on this immediately, but we shouldn't necessarily classify it as a shit goblin yet. There are other kinds of goblins that it could be. Mm-hmm. This is true. Clarifying. It's uh, just. I did not, yeah, if I you got shit goblins. Yeah. <laughs> I was referring mostly to the goblins' attitude, but now knowing oh, okay. that there are okay. such things as shit goblins, I will choose my words more carefully. Oh, you would know if it was a shit goblin. Believe oh, me. Yeah, okay. you oh, would. yeah. You probably poop your pants at least three times a week. Okay, at least. okay then it. It might be a shit. <gasps> oh no! Oh no! Because you, if you hit the, if you beef it hard enough on the pavement at the skate park, I'll tell you what, you don't have control over all your bodily functions. I oh have, no! I have heard that if you biff it hard enough, it sends tremors through your body and it just makes you evacuate yourself. Thank oh you. yeah! Again, there is no possible other explanation for me shitting myself at the skate park multiple times a week from biffing it so hard than there being a goblin playing nasty, awful pranks on me. There's oh, no other no. way that it could be anything else. Well, I guess, uh, <laughs> let me start with this question. Um, how long have you been skateboarding, Mr. Shitterly? Uh, so far, like three or four months. Oh, yeah, you should uh, be pretty good by now. Yeah, I should be great right? at it by now. Right? Yeah. I think that's how long it takes. I, I don't know. Uh, I watched YouTubes. I, wa- I watched Tony Hawk. I saw him do the 900. Ooh, and I, I said, say. I can do that. And yeah, every day I go down there and every day I biff it. And every day these kids make fun of me. That does It has to be a goblin. It just has to be. How do I, how do I solve it? Hmm. Hmm. Goblins are tricky little guys. I knew a couple of goblins in high school. Uh, they like doing dumb stuff like microwaving tuna in the in the in the break office room. Our kitchen uh, still they, smells like it, Graham. I know. I'm sorry. I scrubbed everything like five times. That was we replaced the microwave. Ago. Even I don't know how it still smells. I don't know what to tell you. I I bought a new microwave and this one smells like fish. Still. They're, just, they're bad guys. They're uh, not great guys. Yeah. They're yeah. Your microwave might be being pranked by a fish goblin. <gasps> oh, oh, no. Yeah. That's one of the worst goblins. What's the very worst goblin? Oh, the, I mean, ultimately, that's a matter of opinion. Uh, right. I mean, I would say that the shit goblins are relatively bad. They smell. They leave marks everywhere. And obviously, they're just shitty little bonus beans yeah marks everywhere oh are you telling me that the scabs and scrapes upon my body might be the work of a shit goblin (gasps) instead of just being hurting myself at skateboarding the mark of the shit it might be the mark of the shit oh no no this is even worse than i could have imagined they put a hex upon you and marred your flesh and making sure that other shit goblins can find you if they are ever destroyed or tampered with. This is, goes beyond just one goblin. This is a whole family of shit goblins that are going to terrorize you for generations. I, and that makes so much sense to me because I have hurt myself so many times and I've been made fun of by so many teenagers. It could be dozens and dozens of goblins. Oh, 
No. This is, Mr. Shirley, this is the most important thing I'm going to ask you this evening. Have you picked at any of the scabs? Yes. Oh. Oh, mm. boy. Okay. Oh, Jack, hold my hand. I don't feel so Graham, good. Grandma, I got your hand. Oh, Lilith, Lilith, I, I got your, your hand. Thank you. Now I'll hold the hands. Thank Mr. You. Shitterly, oh, no. are you familiar with the concept of when you swat a bee, it releases attack pheromones that attracts other bees? I am familiar with the fact that if I swat a bee, I usually get stung by a lot of other bees. So I yeah. seem to understand. I can't help it. So I might have, I might have bee tortured by a bee goblin too because I cannot stop myself from getting that honey and every time I try I get really hurt by a lot of bees so oh. bee goblin shit goblin fish goblin I am I might be your first unsolvable case <gasps> don't All say right. this yet Mm-mm. I need to no <clears throat> we won't say that you, every case is solvable in some way we've never gone wrong not once never we never killed anybody on no nope. church uh, graveyard. Okay. No. All right, that makes me feel better. Because I'm starting to think that maybe every bad thing in my life is because of a goblin. Um, it could be. It, it could be it. It's very likely. I mean, if if you saw things that um, happened to you, um, I would say even as, you know, early childhood, you know, if things just constantly happen to you, then it's likely you might just have a case of the I, following goblins. I knew there was no other reason. There's no explainable reason why I ever would have gotten no help back in fourth grade other than a fourth grade goblin. I knew it. The fourth grade goblin. I was going to say, that's my least favorite goblin. I was going to say, Graham, weren't you, weren't you actually haunted by a fourth grade goblin for a while? Yes, I was held back in fourth grade for 35 years. There's no reason why my wife would have asked me to start sleeping in the potting shed other than if she had been pranked by a potting shed demon. <gasps> uh, they hide in the dirt. Oh, they come up out of the dirt. That's uh, This is making me feel so much better. All of the bad stuff in my life has an explanation, and it's some asshole goblin making it happen. I will say, and, and I might be wrong about this, but at least you're not being haunted by my personal least favorite goblin, which is the ruined boner goblin. Oh, well, yeah. now that you bring it up. Oh, no, no, no. 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 Now that you bring it up. Oh. Not, not even the pills help, everybody. Not even the pills help. Not oh, even the pills. No. I tried. Not even the pills help. I tried the pills. I tried the horny goat weed. Oh, no. So you the boner goblin got me. It's not good. They'll just start eating up the pills and replace them with M&M's. So you go to take it real fast and it's just, you're just taking chocolate. And I mean, they taste good. Me. So at least you got like some M&M's, but you don't have an erection. I don't have one. Yeah. I have. I. It's time to come real clean with everybody. I've never had one. <gasps> never? Not in your whole life? Never. Not one. Not one Bobo. Never. Oh Not even God. on accident, and you have to cover it with your binder in sixth grade. Not even that <gasps> time. Oh, oh man, Lilith, I'm sorry, but the most, the most greatest thing in the world is you go into class, you see a crush walking across the hall, and you're like, "Wow, I wish we were kissing right now." Up against the lockers, real hot and steamy, like, and then next thing you know. Everybody's staring at you, and you got to use your book bag and your binder and pretty much everything in the in the tri-state area to to, to shield your uh, your nethers. 
from you sound uh, like you had a different kind of boner goblin than the one that's like oh, me. I had a positive experience with yeah, the boner yeah. goblins. Yeah. That was so, my crush, actually, was the boner goblin. Oh, okay. So oh. I think it was mutual at one point. We, 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 we kissed. Listen, what oh, happens oh. at, at, at Judy McElroy's house, we don't talk about. We don't talk about her parties where we kiss in the lockers that she has in her house. She has lockers in her house? Yeah, she liked to play school really literally, so she decorated the inside of her house to look like a high school. I get that. You, I get you, that. you get that. Yeah, I like to play skateboard, so I decorated my basement like a skate park. Whoa. If you like the if you like the thing that you like, you make your basement that everybody knows it. It's America. That is that's true. Right. I'm pretty sure that's one of our laws. Yeah, I guess that means that here at the <gasps> station, we really like bugs and sewage. There you go. Yeah, that's how it works. Uh, my neighbor, my neighbor really really likes craft macaroni and cheese, and that's all that's down there now. You, know, you wait through like a foot and a half of craft macaroni and cheese if you want to go watch sports in his basement. It's no, disgusting. I'm sorry. I, I know this isn't helping you at all, Mr. Shitterly, but I have to ask. Is the macaroni and cheese out of the box or in the box? It's made. It's made. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> I was like waiting through boxes of mac and cheese, but waiting through like live cooked pasta? Yeah. Oh, now, wait boy. a minute. Wait a minute. I've heard about this, though. Isn't this the craft goblin? The work of the craft goblin? Oh, oh you're right. It oh. is. Is your neighbor being haunted by a craft goblin? Well, he's about three feet tall. <gasps> His skin oh. is green. Oh. He's got a big, crooked nose, and he always talks in riddles. He is a craft goblin. Oh, craft okay. goblin. He used to look like a yellow dinosaur, but then he changed his. He got plastic surgery so he looked like a goblin again. Oh my god! Are you? Are y'all telling me? Are y'all telling me the Chet is maybe the goblin that has been pranking me and haunting me and terrorizing me and making fun of me and belittling me and making oh. me sleep in the potting shed instead of my wifely, my spouserly bed? What if what if he's calling his goblin friends? Oh. You know, I, I have to ask, um, how long have you known Chet? Have you known him all your life, or is he uh, a new friend of it yours? It's weird. It's weird for me to, because we're not that close, it's weird for me to describe him as my neighbor because he is my older brother. Oh, no. so, Wait a minute. I, I think of him. I think of him as my neighbor because that is what our relationship is. Uh, but by blood, he is my brother, and I have grown up with him, and he has he has haunted my every waking moment. Hmm. This could be this could be a real a real tricky situation. We gotta repair a whole relationship, and not just and not just figure out this goblin shit. I have I have so many more questions than when we started. I'm actually is it cool if we throw to a commercial while I just take a second to unpack this? That's uh, hmm. I you know, I think we all could use a moment to unpack the information that we just heard. Like it a, was a big reveal. Yeah, like a basement full of prepared craft macaroni and cheese. I've got a lot of things to unpack right now. Yeah, we gotta wade through it. We definitely gotta wade through it and probably take a shower after through. We at least got to wade through it if we want to watch some sports, apparently. Yeah. I don't get cable, so the only way I get to watch the Houston Texans is if is if I go get ankle deep in some mushy, gross, old, day-old 
macaroni and cheese. That's the other thing is it's only it's all all only a day old every time I go over there. So he's yeah. eating a basement full of crap macaroni and cheese on a daily basis. Listen, you can do anything with a little plastic heat shovel. I was going to say, I think there might be some other issues at play here if um, he's eating that much pasta. But I'm actually kind of getting a little hungry myself. So let's cut to that break. Settle down, settle down, and let us begin the meeting of the Order of the Ancient Audience. Before I start, I would like to recognize members Jimmy Rogers, JT Justman, and Brent Scudder for their eternal patronage. Remember, if you know someone who'd like to join willingly and of their own volition, Direct them to patreon.com slash deadwavesradio for behind-the-scenes content, merch, live events, and more. Patronage starts at a sultry $1.69. Nice. Wink. And on to tonight's topic. Twelves or sevens, which record type is the best to summon Satan with? The personal preference that I find is that the seven inches Welcome back, listeners, from the break. If you are just tuning in, we have Dan Shitterly with us. Uh, Dan, you still are on the line, correct? Yep. Good. Great. Cool. Uh, how how are we all doing? Have we fully processed the the information? <sighs> the only thing processed in my life right now is the cheese product covering this macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Uh, this is my life. I don't have processed shit. Yeah, we didn't have any craft. We just got Velveeta. It's real gross. It's kind of like we melted a bunch of plastic on top of a bunch of rubber tires and that's what we're eating it's like if plastic fruit was macaroni that's kind of what we're digging into right now yeah yep yeah it's gross it sticks to the top of the roof of your mouth can't get the shells out of the roof of your mouth i don't know ah. it's you guys kind gross. of okay though i don't like those mouth sounds you're making i like it i know a lot Thanks. of people say they don't like wet mouth sounds they're like eating people eating on mic and stuff that's why I listen to podcasts. Oh, so actually, Mr. Shitterly, you don't mind if I just go ahead and uh, keep digging into this bowl then? Nah, nah. You're, nah I'm, I'm one of few. <laughs> yeah. Oh, when, Graham, do you uh, want some? Fine, I'll take a little. I gotta be honest, yeah. When when two comedians are talking over mics and then taking their craft a little too seriously and one of them digs into a, a protein bar... Or something that they could have eaten seconds earlier before they all got on mic. I think it's delicious. I love it. It's my favorite part of podcasts. Luckily, here at Dead Waves, we never have any of the three of us come on with food. Never. When we hit the broadcast button. That never happens. That's probably why I've never heard of your show. I only heard of it because the the perfect kickflip whispered Dead Waves in the wind at me. Yeah, that's pretty much our, our marketing scheme these days. Head kids do uh, kickflips and hopefully it travels to everyone's ears. 
kickflips and tiktoks it's tiktoks tiktoks and kickflips 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 oh that's tiktoks i'm ready to unpack this if you guys are ready to unpack yeah you know what i think i can help i i can get chad over here he's just he's just across the street i if y'all, if y'all want to talk to Chet, that little piece of shit, I can get him over here. You know what? Bring gotta, that. No, I think we got it. My walls, my walls are real thin. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. Just bring so if you just if you just yeah. shout for Chet, like that. Chet, get over here. Chet, some internet radio freaks want to talk to you. I guess pretty accurate. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, he's on his way. Okay. All right. All right. Well, we'll give him some so, time to uh, to yeah. get here and get yeah. settled in. He's we'll probably gonna finish out, yeah. that basement full of macaroni. He's probably gotta eat his way through some macaroni and probably figure out what his voice sounds like. Yeah, that's that's probably accurate. Goblins are little tricky guys. They sometimes they have Italian accents. Sometimes they're big, big gruffy, big gruffy guys. Sometimes they're little. They got little voices. Mm-hmm. But uh, hello. <gasps> Uh-oh. Hi, Chet, the neighbor brother. Oh, hi, nice to meet you, neighbor brother, Chet. Why have you invited me into my dreadful brother's basement? Well, we're going to repair your relationship because it's it's in disrepair. We got to fix it. Mm-hmm. Oh, whatever could you mean? All right, Chet, look, disrepair. we... We know that you're calling your literal shitty goblin friends to harass your brother, making all the bad things happen to him, including the fact that he's never gotten a boner. Never gotten a boner, Chet. That's a rite of passage, or so I hear. Fine, it is. I've stolen his rite of passage. I've stolen his literal manhood because he stole... My childhood. <gasps> Wait, what? Oh, no. What the hell are you talking about? What the hell are you talking about, Chet? This is terrible. We gotta fix this right now. As the god of love, I gotta fix all kinds of love, including brotherly love. I, I was the outcast. Green, scaly skin. Three feet tall. Awful, weird nose. Always talking like this. <laughs> And Chet came with a chiseled jaw, and he and he could throw a football real far. And mom and dad loved him so much because of football and chins. Well, Chet, goddamn, I didn't know you. I didn't know you were so pent up, buddy. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> wow! This is Play sports. This, mm. Football and chins, huh? His chin, look at his chin. He's a beautiful man. We we are on the radio, Chet. Your, your listeners should know. You Listeners, imagine a chin. He's immaculate, beautiful butt chin. I just, uh, mine looks like a witch's hat. It's like a seven inch long point that comes to a, I, I could, I could slice cheese with this thing. This isn't a chin. Well, as a, as a macaroni goblin, I'm sure that you do indeed have to slice cheese with that chin. I imagine it's more evolutionary than anything else. You, That's true. You understand when you have a brother 
that can throw football real far and has a good chin and is a good guy and everybody likes him and he's a jock and he wears those letter sweaters at school and everybody thinks he's so good and cool and you have to tell your parents that you are in fact instead of human a macaroni goblin do you know what it's like I, I'm I'm so sorry to in- interrupt you, Chet. You had to explain to your parents that you're a macaroni goblin. They, they're they're not goblins themselves. No, my no, my parents. They don't know what happened. They might have been switched at birth. <gasps> oh no. Oh. The switcheroo goblins are a thing. By the switcheroo goblins, yeah. Mm-hmm. The switcheroo goblins. People don't talk about when a, when a witch. They tried to raise me as human, and they did it. Didn't work. Oh, that's terrible. I'm sure oh, you traumatizes. Have, yeah. Oh, sure. As a goblin, uh, you definitely have needs that uh, can't be provided uh, by human parents. I mean, who is going to? Uh, take you to your first bloodletting. Uh, who is going to let you gnaw on their arm as you teeth your first, like, sharp little baby teeth? And know? hey, who is providing you with the herclamine that you need to keep the hercle in your throat wet? Not yeah, human parents. Yeah, throat wet. That's right. I had to wet my own throat. <gasps> you had to wet oh. your own hercle? Oh, no. I, my hercle... My hercule was dry until my ninth birthday. Nine when years I of a dry hercule? But I happened perchance on a shriveled old man at the county fair who told me that my hercule was drying up. And I said, what are you talking about, little old man? And he said, I'm not a little old man. I'm a goblin. <clears throat> I'm the carnival goblin. Oh, oh you met that no. guy. Huh. Yeah. He was the father I never had. Y'all, this is the first time I'm hearing about any of this. I, I have to say, Dan, how do you feel, you know, hearing about all of this? Uh, do you have any anything to say to Chet about his feelings and what it was like to grow up? So, I'm sorry. I I was just trying to make it myself. I, You know, I didn't think of myself as a star. Yeah, I could throw a football real far, but... I don't have any idea how it's how humiliating it is to go to be the most popular football star at school and never have a boner. You know how you know what kind of life it is to be the coolest guy at school and throw a football real far and say everybody you meet says, "Dan, your chin is so immaculate, and your chest is so barreled, and your Letterman sweater is so tight." And deep down, you know that under it all, you can't get hard for a lick of shit. Yeah. Oh. I think both of you did a bit of a number on each other growing up mm-hmm. through this yeah. trauma. I, just wanted, I didn't mean. I didn't mean for any of this to happen, and I didn't know my brother Chet harbored any of this resentment. I didn't even know he wasn't a human. Mm. Chet, I know. You're green and scaly and three feet tall, but I don't. I, when I look at you, I see my big brother. What? Oh, <gasps> breaking through! Oh, uh, here we go! Here we you, go! You really? Yeah, Chet. I don't. 
I love you. And to think that just a miscommunication has made you and you made you sick your friends on me and pull pranks on my whole life and make me bad at skateboarding and everything else. Chad, I'm sleeping in the potting shed, man. Yes, I'm sorry. <gasps> Goblins never apologize. That was Well, really? Yeah, no, yeah. they they don't say sorry for shit, man. Not even the shit goblins. Mm-hmm. It wasn't you. It was just society. It was making me so mad that I don't know, maybe I took it out on you and maybe I'm sorry. Wow. Whoa. How does that make you feel, Dan? Uh I feel closer to my brother than I ever have. I, like I told, I mean, I came into this conversation referring to him as my neighbor. You did do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. It was weird. We all felt kind of weird about that. Uh, but it was true. Mere, mere minutes ago, he was nothing more than me than a neighbor. And now, well, now I'm starting to remember the good times. So, Grim. Now that they're making a connection, uh, what are their next steps? I think your next step is yeah, you gotta do a kickflip, Dan. You gotta do a kickflip right here on the air. Well, you, you the real thing I can t- I can do it. Can I, I know you can do it. Can I be uh, can I be perfectly honest here? Of That's course. what we're all about right yes, now. Yes, please. My brother Dan just so happens to be. The huh, well, you guys know because you're paranormals that that Tony Hawk is not a man but an idea. Correct. Right. There is, is no definitive individual known as Tony Hawk. It is just a thought that is passed around from time to time. Yes, he exists right. in our collective consciousness, and yeah, any any paranormal investigator would know that. Mm-hmm. And he he is that the idea the power the spirit of tony hawk is embodied by any one person at any given time correct about three or four months ago we all remember that there was a a giant skateboard catastrophe the x games oh yeah catastrophe Mm -hmm. it shuttled it shuttled the energy of Tony Hawk loose and it just so happened to attach itself to my brother. <gasps> That's why you've been interested in skateboarding these last couple months and you I've held you down. I've I've pranked you and hurt you and for real you are Tony Hawk and if I just lift the curse you will, without any practice at all, be the greatest skateboarder on the universe. <laughs> on the universe. You gotta lift that curse. We gotta see Tony skate again. Oh. Well, Dan, Dan skate again. Chet, you I have cannot. to do this now. I hereby four hence two fourth in perpetuity. Yep. In goblin code and goblin scripture, do henceforth perpetuity. Lift. All skateboarding curses on my brother Dan, a.k.a. Tony Hawk. 
Kickflip! That was a sick melon grind, I think. Whoa! It's happening! Wow! I knew it! I knew I was! I felt it in my soul that I was the greatest skateboarder ever, and that was true! Tony Hawk, is that you? It's me! Hey, Ted, good buddy! Hey, Ted, Mr. Hawk! Hey, Ted! <laughs> oh my god, this is. Oh, this is the power of brotherly love, everyone. You just gotta, you just gotta kiss your goblin brother on the on the cheek, respectfully. You know what? No, I will. <gasps> Chet, I want to be closer to you, man. We've we've wasted our lives with this sibling rivalry bullshit. I'm gonna lean over and I'm gonna give you a little kiss on the cheek. Okay, I'm I'm all right with that. Wait, what's happening now? I chat, but I seem to look like the great flying tomato himself, Sean snowboarding phenomenon, Sean White. It's me, Chet, on the inside. <laughs> Sean White on the outside. The idea of Sean White must have been shaken loose from the previous vessel that was holding Sean White. It must have <gasps> been. At the exact moment oh. that they kissed. That's right. There was a big catastrophe at the Winter Olympic Games a couple years ago. <gasps> it's all culminating right here. And now we're brothers. Tony Hawk and Sean White are finally brethren. Finally. This is oh, going to make boy. so many people happy. This is such a good, this is the, the White Hawk family. The I can't White wait Hawk. for the plaque. White Hawk family. Oh, boy. All right. I'm going to say this. Uh, Graham, Lilith, we've mm-hmm. made a lot of mistakes on the show, and a lot of people have been hurt or yes. worse as the result of our actions. This yes, makes yes. up for it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We brought these two brothers together through time and space. I can't thank you three enough. This is this is the greatest day of my life. I have my brother back and I'm good at snowboarding now. <gasps> I'm just glad that we oh, got to witness so this. Yeah. What uh what are your next big plans for the both of you? Are you going to maybe form a double act? For now. Brother act. I think we're just gonna get to know each other. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, I've unlocked the power of skateboarding. But for now, I want to continue to unlock the power of brotherhood. Oh, man. That's so good. You can go You can go to the movies together. You can go ride bikes together, maybe. Yeah. You could like you could do all kinds of stuff. This is it. This guy, this is the power of love. This is what I've been missing this whole time. I just Grim, need some you did it. under my belt. Yeah, that's <sighs> a W for you, man. That's a W. 
I've been I've been trying to figure out people's love for so long. But all it is, all they gotta do is call into the station, and and and, we'll, and then I gotta solve it. I just gotta get everybody who's on Tinder and and OkCupid and all these other websites to call into the radio station. Oh, and then he's I curling up. He's curling up. He's shaking. He's shaking. It's gonna okay. be okay. Here, I have to go with big responsibility. Get the grand blanket. Okay, here. Give me like it. Here's your blanket. Chad, Dan, you're gonna be great. You're gonna be so great together. Brothers. Uh, he fell off the chair. Yep. Oh my god. Um. Well, Dan, we might have to let you go so that we can uh, help our co-host here uh, get himself back together a little bit. Uh, unless if there's anything else that we can help you or or chat with. No, I. I think that y'all have done enough. Thank you so much. Oh, well, they can you're go to the Nickelodeon's Kid Choice Awards together! They can be on He just ran through the wall. He ran through the wall directly. Yep, and there's the outline. Yep. <sighs> Gonna have to get that fixed, I guess. It's going to have to come out of the funds from the morgue, unfortunately. And okay. Take it, take it from the ice cream truck, at least. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Let me cover this one. All right. Well, with that, listeners, that is all the time we have for Wait. tonight. Huh? It sounds like oh. it sounds like two boards grinding past. It's... And look down at the table. Oh. Three Red Bulls. It's a it's a kickflip miracle. Thanks, Tony Hawk and Sean White. Graham was played by Alex Piccolo. Lilith was played by Amanda Walzine. Jack was played by Ryan Fust. Dan Shitterly and Chet were played by Andy Reid. Andy is part of the Planet Ant home team in Hamtramck, Michigan. He's also one of the hosts on the amazing Daft Punk fan podcast, Alive 2021. Seriously, check out Alive 2021. I am one of the biggest goddamn Daft Punk fans on the planet, and their podcast is seriously the most well-researched and informative deep dives on the duo that you will find anywhere. I don't even care that I'm rambling about this right now. This is no bit. This is me, Ryan Fused, personally telling you, check out Alive 2021. Also, bring your beautiful, vaxxed, and masked self over to Planet Ant one of these days and check out some of their awesome shows. For more information, go to planetant.com. Dead Waves is produced by Amanda Welzine. Music and sound design by Ryan Fust. The Dead Waves logo was created by Amanda Welzine. Questions? Comments? You can always email us at deadwavesradio at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Dead Waves. Dead Waves.